Hi, everybody. I'm Gloria Moraga. Wow, what an election, huh? I am back. I have taken a break from podcasting, and I have been concentrating on my TikTok channel because it seems that I get the most response. And when I say response, I mean interaction with my content on TikTok. Now, I've studied some of the algorithms, and I see that people don't watch the entire video, <laughs> even when it's a small, short video. So I try to keep them to three minutes, but even at three minutes, I don't see people watching an entire three-minute video. But yet, I'm still getting comments. And somebody said on my feed, You're, you've got a lot of bots following you. And I can kind of see that now. So the bots, and they're, they're I, I mean, he said Russian bots. So then someone laughed at me and said, you don't have enough followers to get to have bots. But anyway, that, that's what I've been doing. That's where I've been. I want to make a commitment to do more podcasts because I love the podcast. I love the longer discussions and the longer posts. Um, but I don't see, you know, really much return on. And when I say return, it's like just even some comments back would be nice. But I'm whining. Maybe I'll cut all this out. What an election, huh? Wow. So I wanted to talk about what a surprise the election results were. Now, as of this time, I am, it's Sunday afternoon, November 13th, 2022. It's almost 7 p.m. California time. I live in the beautiful state of California. And at this time, Democrats have won enough seats to keep control of the United States Senate. Now, this is a big surprise. And right now, Democrats are battling it out in a few key races to see if they can defeat Republicans and keep control of the United States House of Representatives. Now, of course, this is a big shock to everybody. Not me. Not really. I lived in Washington and reported in Washington at a time when I saw in person midterm elections that didn't turn out the way people thought they were going to turn out. And I'm always skeptical of polls. I always have been. So my podcast today is called, What is the Midterm Election Curse? And how did President Biden and Democrats defy the midterm election curse. Now, I have heard this phrase so many times in the last four months that I got to the point where I just wanted to scream. And then I did scream. <laughs> Here are the words, and I apologize for repeating them. And just so you know, it's Sunday, the Sunday after the election, and I just heard somebody on MSNBC say them again. A first-term president's political party always loses seats in Congress 
during the midterm election. I've heard it over and over and over again, said in a multiple number of ways. And I say, that is not a rule. <laughs> there is no such rule. Of course, yes, it's happened. It's happened a lot, but it's also not happened. And there's a set of criteria that kind of has to be in place for it not to happen. So I'm sitting around thinking about this and I'm thinking, maybe it's a curse. Yes, why not? Let's call it for this post, this podcast, these videos, the curse. It's much more fun. Now, I heard a historian call what sometimes happens in a midterm election, an election correction. He said voters don't want to give the president in power too much power, so they put a check on him. They deny him the power of the Congress. But as I've said, it doesn't always happen. And all the pundits and the polls and the talking heads didn't really mention that. Not once. All we got for the last six months was anybody near a microphone prophesizing about the election and saying this, Republicans are going to win. Republicans are going to win big. Democrats are going to lose. Ah, the curse. Let me fill you in on the presidents who avoided the curse. Okay, there are three presidents basically. And I'm going to add one more that beat the curse. So the curse is the president's party gained seats in the midterm elections three times plus one in the past century. First, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, his Democratic Party in 1934. Here's the background. President Herbert Hoover, a Republican, presided over the Great Depression, spurred by the 1929 stock market crash. In 1932, Democrat Franklin D. Roosevelt defeated Hoover in a landslide and went on to push his New Deal legislation, something that Biden's tried to do. But recovery wasn't happening as quickly as promised. I mean, for God's sakes. They were digging out of the Great Depression. FDR was giving it a good try. So when the midterms came along, FDR, the Democrats, won nine seats in the House and 10 Senate seats in 1934 midterm elections. Beat the curse. Clinton's impeachment threat in 1998. Six decades later, after FDR, there was a really good reason to expect Democratic losses. In 1998, President Bill Clinton was fending off an impeachment over the attempted cover-up of his affair with White House intern Monica Lewinsky that involved allegations of perjury and obstruction of justice. However, 
Clinton had campaigned on the economy. And after it had been bad, it was basically doing pretty well. And the Republicans were really kind of nasty at this time. And I was there. And the public basically turned against House Republicans. And they didn't want the Democratic president to be impeached. And the economy was really strong. So Democrats won five House seats and stayed even in the Senate. And that was under President Clinton. And then there's this. Bush, George W. Bush, came into office in 2001. Remember this? It was a big deal after a deadlock election and the Supreme Court ruled over Florida's 25 electoral votes. Anyway, all that happened. So it was pretty much a belief that George W. Bush was going to lose heavily in the next election. But what happened was 9-11, the 9-11 terrorist attacks on the World Trade Center and the Pentagon. And so George W. Bush, his GOP, won six House seats and two Senate seats to retake the Senate majority and hold both chambers of Congress. So George W. beat the curse because of the attack on America on 9-11. And here's one more. And I'll put a link to this article that I read about this. It was the Cuban Missile Crisis. It was pretty bad. The Soviets placed missiles in Cuba, and they were capable of launching a nuclear attack on the American mainland. And that would have in turn produced a full-scale nuclear war between the United States and the Soviet Union. This crisis went on through October. October surprise. The Soviets eventually backed down. The president's popularity soared. And his Democratic colleagues in the Congress, who were bracing for midterm losses, didn't lose. Democrats did lose four seats in the House. But they gained a handful of seats in the Senate. It was not a curse. So, it doesn't always happen. Back to 2022. The day before the election, I was running errands and I was listening to local news radio in my car. And of course, local news radio is almost all right wing, uh, mostly. Uh, there's one show that is hosted by a former sheriff. And I thought, well, he's not going to give me a political lecture on how it always happened that the party of the president will lose seats in Congress. No, he did not. Instead, he began quoting polls. Oh, the polls, the polls. Well, I'm a professional, and I'll tell you right now, I don't believe in polls. Here's why. I have interviewed the people who conduct polls. I've seen how polls are born and how the questions are asked. I don't believe in polls. I've seen who gets paid to conduct the damn polls and how the questions are framed. Polls lie. I only believe in one poll that takes place on election day in the counting of our votes. Now, the polls in 2022 show that the election day was going to produce a red tsunami. Congress was going to run red with Republicans. All Democrats everywhere were going to lose their seats in Congress. 
Mr. X Sheriff said, I predict it's going to be many, many more seats than expected. It's going to be a bloodbath for Democrats. I was sipping a Diet Coke and my mouth dropped open. I screamed. What do you know? You're a dumb cop. You know, when the media repeats skewed results of this poll or that poll, it only serves to discourage voters from voting. And think about it. Maybe that's what they wanted. It's bullshit. But most people don't know that. They are too busy with their lives. They are trying to figure out how to make the hamburger stretch into two meals instead of one. So when I got home, I produced a TikTok video. I don't believe in polls, I said. But TikTok decided to block or do something with all posts from politically liberal creators. Someone did a, a couple of tests on this and they found this to be true. And I only got a few views on that post, on that video. And I was worried. And then the next day I read about the blocking and, you know, of course, TikTok is controlled by China. And Russia did interfere with our elections. That's been proven. Now China is blocking our TikToks. Lord. Oh, Lord, we're in trouble. Back to the curse. So now you know what the curse is. But how did Biden, an allegedly unpopular president, now I don't believe that either, because as we see, the pollsters lie. It's clear to me how he did it. How clear, you ask? Crystal. First, he worked. He had an agenda like FDR, and he compromised, and he delivered with the help of Democrats in Congress. And he had win after win, and I can't name them all, but I can list a few. The Infrastructure Bill, the CHIPS Act, going to be these two are going to bring jobs to all Americans in every state. A cap on insulin for seniors. Student debt forgiveness. Why not? Big corporations got help. He's going to tax rich corporations. By the way, they're not passing on their tax break that Trump and Republicans gave them to us. They are taking the profit for themselves. He's addressing global warming, a big, big deal. And he's promised to codify a woman's right to choose. And another thing he did, he didn't listen to his advisors, his communications advisors, and he needs new advisors. And I am available. On September 1st, 2022, he talked to us. It was a leadership moment. I posted a video on TikTok. I got comments like, is she drunk? She's kidding, right? This is a parody. Others who kind of have followed me responded and they said, no, she's serious. Then Biden talked to us again on November 2nd. And I'm going to link to that speech and the text to that speech. It'll be on my website, GloriaMoraga.com. In that speech, he warned Americans about political violence. He called on Americans to vote for democracy, that democracy is at stake in this election, November 2022. At the beginning of that speech, he included information about the attack on Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband. And you know what some people did after that attack? They made fun of him and her. 
Now, I'm a communications professional, and it was a great speech. We needed to hear this. We do have to work to uphold democracy. But you know what? He was mocked. Right now, I'm looking at stories and articles from major news networks and newspapers, alleged mainstream newspapers and networks, from reporters and opinion people, and they're making fun of him. What was this about? Why did he do this? I know why he did it. It was another leadership moment, and it worked. And you know who didn't mock him? Women and young people. We voted for him and for Democrats. And finally, three. The presidents who have defied the curse served in tough times. The Depression, 9-11, Clinton's economic successes after a rough time, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Here's what we've been through in the past few years. A killer pandemic, mismanagement of that pandemic by Trump. More than a million Americans died from the pandemic. An insurrection. I still do not believe that that happened. And they let Trump get away with it. Republicans refused to impeach him. They deserve not to be elected. They should all be fired. Something else they did. They cheated and would not let Obama nominate a Supreme Court justice. Instead, they pushed through three Catholic right-wingers onto the highest court in the land, people who do not understand the concept of separation of church and state. This is what our country was founded on. It's why pilgrims moved here in the first place. And those now associate justices lied. They committed perjury and overturned Roe versus Wade, basically saying women do not have a right to privacy. Moving forward, they wanted to continue the politics of hate. No abortions, investigate Dr. Fauci. What? What? Lunatics. No same-sex marriage. Who are they to tell us who we can love? President Biden has pulled us out of the abyss. And for all those reasons and more, that is how President Joe Biden beat the midterm curse. I'm Gloria Moraga. I'm a political woman and I vote. Please subscribe. Please follow me on TikTok. Take a look at my videos. I love you. Be safe.